Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I'm comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And welcome to part two, Saturday at San Diego Comic Con. We'll be blog potting our way through the day, which means we'll be talking to a bunch of people we bump into. We've got an interview with the team at Hasbro Star Wars that we're doing in a couple of hours. Steve Sansweet, the legendary Star Wars fan is doing a panel at 3pm about his Rancho Obi-Wan, so we'll be checking that out and soak up all that Comic-Con-ness. I'm uh, currently just walking back to the convention centre for the first time today, making my way through lots of costumed people, which is quite a visual treat. There is about... 15 Where's Waldo's coming up handing out stuff, so they've been found. Good to see. Oh, no, thank you. Cheers. I just said no to a Waldo bookmark because I'm determined to come back from Comic-Con with no cards. You know, Star Wars Celebration. I, I, I tried to come home with no badges, but uh, people booby-trapped my bag, and I've still got some of those badges that people snuck in to my uh, bag, in my bag that's on my back right now. So thank you to the podcasters that did that. I appreciate it. But uh, let's get into the center and see what's up. Hey guys, just a heads up that the next segment's Hasbro interview is also available in full video at youtube.com forward slash Steel Wars. There is a link in the show notes, so if you want to hit that and you can watch the interview with plenty of great shots of their booth and the sail barge diorama. It goes for about 15 minutes, then come back after that and hear the rest of the audio show. So video link in the show notes. Or just keep on listening. All right, you guys, we are at the Hasbro booth at San Diego Comic Con with Sam and Sarah from Hasbro. Now, you guys have never been on the podcast before, so maybe just give uh, the listeners a quick little insight to what you guys do at Hasbro. Uh, I'm design manager on uh, Star Wars product. Nice. And I do marketing on Star Wars product. Marketing. I'm interested. I, I'm fascinated with Star Wars marketing and marketing in general. How is it with like you've got the embargo and you've just had your um, you know the panel with like a, a record low number of things announced? Um, how does that sort of 
what sort of challenges is that for marketing when you've sort of got this limited time frame to get like knowledge about the product out there? Yeah, so we're um, in an interesting time right now. Obviously, there's a lot of amazing entertainment coming later this year. We're just in a time period where we're not really talking about a lot of things right now, but definitely stay tuned because there's more to come. But you promised me you've got some good secrets. There's going to be some good stuff coming. Trust me. Nice. Nice. I do have to say one of the things that was revealed was the, the hyper-real Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yes. And for someone that loves Luke Skywalker, I'm happy to see him hyper-real. <laughs> now, one of the new lines that was introduced was the Galaxy Adventures 5-inch yeah. figures. Yep. I'm interested. The Black Series figures are a 6-inch scale. Super popular. They sort of changed the game for Star Wars collecting. What was behind the decision? For, for me, like the thing to do would be like, hey, let's make it six inches so they can fit with the Black Series figures. Is there some sort of playability that's more around the five-inch figures for kids? Or what was the decision behind that? The specific sizing yeah. in particular? Yeah. Um, Sam could speak to yeah. that more than I could. I can tell you why broadly we do new figures. I know why you do new yeah. figures. Um, I've heard about this um, goods and services thing. Yeah, you know, we, uh, people, people like the products. Yeah, and, yeah. Yep. sometimes. Sorry. Yes. Um, yeah. No. Uh, why, why the inch down? So in terms of five inch, it was really more of seeing as inch up versus uh, inch down. So it was definitely something that was always intended to live independently. It's completely own stylization and it's really more about being able to celebrate kind of the the heritage and kind of uh, the agnostic version of those characters so you know Han Solo as he comes to life in the entertainment um, of the Galaxy of Adventure shorts and so it really is about aligning something really unique it still keeps scale as a very um you know realistic component so you'll find that Chewie you know towers appropriately over uh, Han Solo and Vader towers appropriately over, you know, characters of smaller scale as well. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, being able to really find a, a scale that was appropriate, um, that was really playable for kids. Yeah. Uh, three and three quarter is something that you know we've, we've done for forty years. It's been successful for forty years, and ultimately, you know, really being able to have that live on, but to a more dedicated fan base, really letting it be celebrated through the vintage collection and more casually through things like retro. Um, but letting five inch really kind of be the the home of uh, playability for kids. It's you know they have great articulation with over twenty four points. Uh, but then ultimately also being able to have these fantastic action features that are really character appropriate. So being able to have Han you know quick draw and fire from the hip, having Vader be able to slash his lightsaber, Chewbacca to do sort of this overhead beast throw, uh, and then having C-3PO, more appropriately, fall apart. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's all about driving sort of what's the, the right scale that's appropriate to kids and not necessarily thinking uh, collector first, but still offer a great way of, you know, expanding into like an additional collection and letting them live on their own. I don't think... Um, you know, the expectation is to have these live amongst your six-inch figures, but it can certainly be a, an accent with it, um, whether you're casual or sort of a die-hard collector of, you know, picking these up. Yeah, well, the execution of them, like, in that animated style, is it's, it's really cool. And then those cartoons are, like, so fun. <laughs> they sure are. I do have to say... There are some really good Luke Skywalker Galaxy of Adventures where he's wearing that black Jedi outfit. Yep. I'm, just, I'm just pointing that out, yep. you know. Just throwing that out there? Yeah, just, just putting it out there. And how far ahead have you guys planned the line? Like, it, it seems like kids talk, like, the more kids focus things, they have a shorter lifespan. Is that because kids grow out of them and then you've got to remarket to a new 
series of kids? Well, you know, um, we when we announced these yesterday, we announced these four figures, but we also shared that there would be a diverse lineup coming mm-hmm. later this year. So definitely more to come on this. Nice. Yep. And um, how are they going to be packaged? Um, there'll be more to come on the packaging as well. So that's uh, stay tuned for that. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got the 8-inch Darth Vader in the hyper-real format, and then you've announced the Luke, which yeah. is, like, I have to say, I wasn't too sold on a new scale, but looking at that in person, it is, like, yeah. very It's pretty impressive. cool, right? <laughs> like, I, I mean this in the kindest way, but it's Japanese-level impressive. Thank you. Because that is the, the home yeah. of very impressive toys. <laughs> Thank you. Um, again, can how far ahead like I always like the first figure is very hard you've got the second figure which is really cool but when will we find out about a third and fourth figure which could be my deciding factor whether I carry the line and I'm sure a lot of people watching as well the, the big thing in terms of Hyperreal, you know, part of going to the new scale was really to be able to complement the, the technology and really be able to future-proof the line. Mm-hmm. So taking into consideration who is going to be our largest character, but also our smallest, and using that as kind of the defining principle. Because as we start to look at things like material thickness and stuff, we don't want to get down the line and find out we can't do that character because the wrists are going to have to be inflated to be able to fit this in. Ah, so okay. it's definitely taking that limitation and really being able to future-proof the line by going to the larger scale and ultimately being able to deliver what we have with Vader and Luke Skywalker. We also really wanted, it is intended to be kind of differentiated from Black Series, although being a Black Series um, kind of element in terms of that it lives under the Black Series umbrella, you know, these figures are definitely streaming to a very different level of premium nature. So in terms of the level of accuracy they go after, you'll find deco operations that we've never been able to do, again, because we didn't have that larger scale. So the spacing opens up to allow us to do things like the Arabish on Vader's chest box and doing the really finite details on the lightsaber to ultimately to be able to deliver the best version that we've been able to do. Um, And so as we've moved that into the Luke, again, it presented a lot of new um, challenges for us to overcome, going to a human form versus doing something helmeted and more of, you know, almost the robotic nature that is Vader, um, and being able to bring so much more of the outfit in, not being able to rely on things like armor panels to help hide uh, various things on the form, and really having to, you know, kind of solve the engineering concerns that would really be how to hide a completely seamless Luke Skywalker body in his Bespin fatigue. So. Okay, well, I cannot wait to see that. <laughs> and, and and when do you think we'll find out about like the third and fourth figure? Well, we have Hyperreal mm-hmm. Vader launching this year. It's actually on pre-order right now, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to start shipping in August. And then Luke was announced yesterday, which will be available in 2020. So that's about as far ahead as okay. we're going to go right now. All right, now let's talk about your diorama. It is depicting my favorite thing that has ever been screened on a giant white wall, the Ignite the Green moment over the Sarlacc pit. Tell us what went into making this incredible piece. And also, for canny eye collectors, there's a few Black Series 6-inch figures that have never been made. 88, EV-99, a a gonk droid, I believe. Is there any other little Easter eggs that you've made? Uh, There's definitely uh, quite a few. The whole diorama itself was definitely actually spawned around the sail barge. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that, in terms of really being able to celebrate that item, uh, the only time people have really seen it publicly was when we had the, sort of the concept for it uh, before HasLab launched, which was yeah. at New York Toy Fair of last year. So apart from people that actually were able to back the barge to its success, a lot of people haven't really seen 
the true size and nature of what the uh, the barge actually brought to the consumer. So it's celebrating that, celebrating all the fantastic items that that spawned and ultimately brought to fruition in terms of the vintage skiff, uh, the skiff guard three pack, as well as uh, taking inspiration for that as we moved into the six inch scale. Uh, but we also wanted to celebrate six inch because you know something that's really popular. Half of our demographic really comes here for six inch yeah. as well. Um, so being able to take a lot of great classic figures from throughout the line, bring them into here, as well as doing a few customs, you'll find uh, there's a Bib Fortuna in there that's, again, just for uh, the uh, the show here, uh, a big sort of uh, prize trophy down there in the basement. Uh, and then definitely as we get into things like the Droid Torture Room, there were really fun ways of being able to uh, take some characters and actually infuse them in the line, uh, taking some of the technologies that we're actually using in retro and being able to scan original items. Uh-huh. We're actually able to take some of the original Power of the Force figures and just sort of scale them up for six nice. inch here um, as a really nice uh, kind of homage and, again, celebration of this broader scene, but ultimately just giving something really uh, fun for the six inch collector to latch onto coming now, into the show. I've noticed you guys have been having some fun. The story seems to be continuing throughout the, the con. You've noticed. You've yeah. noticed. <laughs> I know. I notice everything Luke Skywalker does Excellent. on that skiff. That is my um, brand, if Excellent. you will. Now, tomorrow's Sunday. Yep. And spoiler alert, the end of this scene ends with the sail barge <laughs> blowing up. Is there fireworks underneath this uh, thing? They may or may not have confiscated our pack of M80s that were uh, trying to send <laughs> the thing off. And, um, you know, it's been an ever-evolving thing throughout the, the con. Uh, each morning, we're actually changing it out to really be able to help tell that story. So uh, between Jabba's Palace, the Rancor Pit, and also, again, the Pit of Carcoon, really being able to have those events sort of unfold. There's still a couple of stages that we still have to see uh, Luke Skywalker make, so I don't know that we'll get to the explosion tomorrow, but um, it's certainly something we're hearing, and I don't believe anyone's blown a barge up yet. Okay, well, get to it, get to it. Um <laughs> D23 is next month, and uh, there's going to be a big push for the Mandalorian. Is there going to be any Hasbro presence there, and maybe some uh, sneak peeks of some figures? Uh, so D23 is typically focused on panels and entertainment and things like that, so Hasbro's not going to have a large presence there, mm-hmm. uh, but there's going to be a lot of great things, I'm sure. Okay. When, when do you think, is, is that with Force Friday we get the Mandalorian releases, or is that something you can't even step two. Yeah, we're not even going to talk about that right okay. now, but stay tuned. Okay, okay. <laughs> now, um, you've had the company and all the licensees have had a very hectic, you know, four or five years of all these films. You've got a, a three-year break coming up with some TV series and some cartoons. Yeah. What, what do you guys sort of want to achieve in those three years? Is there, is there things that you want to go back and, and cover or, like, 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 what's the sort of goal for that in-between film yeah, period? Yeah, I think it's actually something we're definitely... There's parts of us that are looking forward to it, ultimately because we've been so entertainment-rich just in terms of movie after movie after movie so in terms of being able to support that through all the scales there's so much entertainment in terms of going through and trying to support all the the new um you know theatrical releases as they're coming out so i think it's going to present a lot of great opportunities for us to go back and revisit a lot of um different things that really kind of got missed in the first run and ultimately we hope to you know potentially be able to bring into the line nice it's um yeah it's been hectic for everyone (laughs) the retro line yep now this is my standard question that I've been asking people from Hasbro. Before I even did a podcast, I'd get up at the panel and ask this. I am desperate. This is what... If you've got some spare time in these three years. Yep. A retro line that covers prequel and sequel figures. Mm. I want my Kylo Ren with extendable like lightsaber that comes out. The Tarkin... 
amazing. Like you know, that's like a, a like a, a weird dream come true. Is yeah. there any more plans to to extend that line? And, and how's the response been? The response has been amazing. Mm-hmm. So we launched it, uh, came out into stores, and kind of disappeared. So um, there'll be more stock coming to stores later this year because um, people have, people have really loved it. Um, but we have nothing new to share right now for retro. Okay. Um, but certainly the fact that it's performed so well, we're, we've taken note. Okay. Yeah. That is great. With everything coming up, there's a, there's a plethora. You've got Clone Wars, you've got Mandalorian, you've got the new film. What, what are you guys, as Star Wars fans, like most looking forward to seeing? Oh, my gosh. There's so much, right, Sam? Oh, there's plenty. Me, personally, it's got to be The Mandalorian. I am so stoked on that from an entertainment standpoint. Everything we've seen and just sort of the, the passion and drive, you know, hearing Favreau and, uh, you know, Filoni really amp up everything that they're putting in and behind this in terms of love. Like, it's, you know, just pounding away in my chest in terms yeah. of excitement. So, you know, I think that, especially coming out of Celebration, that was the thing I was so excited to see. Um, and definitely in terms of being able to do passion projects like a Mandalorian helmet over there like that's a that's a deep cut for me for sure nice. and also riding season two already I'm really excited to see the culmination of the Skywalker saga with the rise of Skywalker I mean it's a story 42 years in the making so can't wait I'm with you yeah but I'll watch the other one as well <laughs> alright you guys thanks so much uh, yeah. for chatting and the diorama you somehow did outdo yourself this year again after Thank the you. Death Star one I'm a bit biased to that scene, but um, it was incredible, and I, I love the mix of like the small and, and the big figures. It's, um, it was really cool. But thanks so much for chatting, and uh, the great toys. Talk to you soon. Thank Appreciate you. Bye. All right, you guys. It's five to three, and we're in we're in a room somewhere. Yeah, a room, room four. A room, room number four. All right, the fourth room ever created. Wow, and on the fourth day there was room. Excellent. <laughs> but we are here for the Steve Sansui Trencher Obi-Wan fans journey panel. Yeah. I think that, that, that about sums it up. Those words are in the title, but yeah. not in that order. No. I don't think. No. What, what have you been doing, Dom? Uh, today I lined up for two hours to get into a panel that I didn't get into. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you were in the bad place. I was in the bad place. And you wanted to be in the good place. I really wanted to be in the good place. And it was uh, very sad. Um, but it's a popular show. I don't know why it wasn't in... Uh, it could have been in Hall H, I, I think. But it wasn't, so I didn't get in. Um, and then after that, walk the floor a little bit. I, I, if it was in Hall H, it's not like you're going to get in either. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Marvel day. True, yeah. Should have been in Hall H like yesterday. Has <laughs> the Marvel panel been on yet? Do we no, know? I think it's I think it's like later tonight. I ah, think it's okay. in that, that's, that same time slot that Star Wars was in a couple of years ago. Oh, why are you rubbing it in? I know. Okay. I right. know. So what else have you been seeing? I uh, wandered the floor, just looked around at cool Star Wars things. I saw a guy dressed as Kylo Ren pushing his uh, kids in their stroller, and whenever he had to get past somebody, he went, this is a First Order troop transport. (laughs) (laughs) He was good. He was good. I I thought he was fun. I saw... um I don't know what his name was, but he was a Boba Fett made out of PBR cans. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he, was, he was a party guy. So I, I, got, I got a photo with him. Nice. Um, yeah, I've just been cruising. And you did a Hasbro, Hasbro interview as well? Interview, yeah, I talked to Sam and Sarah about um, all things Hasbro and all the things they can't talk about. 
It's so... Well, you guys just heard my interview, and Dom just went just before me. and, and yeah, did. You, and, were, you were heckling me to the, uh, the, the PR rap <laughs> via text message while I was interviewing them. <laughs> well, maybe. Because <laughs> um, I'm setting up on the other side of the booth, because I've got so many cords and stuff. And... Um, I oh, would get to see the password to Steve Sansweet's computer on the big screen. Yeah. This is uh, excellent. Ooh. It's, it's four black dots. It's four. What is it? Toys. <laughs> <laughs> or like Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah. There you go. They, do, they can't even talk about stuff they can't talk. Like, it's yeah. so, like, double. When can you tell us about the Mandalorian? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why yeah, I asked them about stuff like three years down the line just to see if I could get anything. But Oh, that's right. You went for some... Um, Dom started pitching Attack of the Clones 20th anniversary exclusives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dexter Detster, man. Like, we got to make it happen. No. <laughs> Clee Glass. <laughs> that was the guy at the panel the other day. Asked oh for a... Uh, um, Three and three quarter inch scale Klee Glars. And no. I'm pretty sure he said with removable leg. <laughs> oh. Wait, we, do, we We never see him walk, do we? No. Now he floats out. He floats the whole time. Yeah, okay. He lost it because of the Tuscan Rangers. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Man. Man. What a good yeah. guy. What but you were heckling guy. me to the PR first. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they were running a bit late. And by mm. bit, it was like minutes. Yeah. So it's not like. Um, when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You know anything substantial, but um, yeah, she's like, "Oh, sorry, taking so long." And I don't know if she knew I was in the room or not. And I was just like, "I can, I can tackle Dom if you want." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thankfully, you didn't. All right, we've got. I think Stephen's about to start. So yeah, we should maybe yeah. go. All right, I'll see you on the other side. On the other side. Have you ever been to Rancho Obi Wan? No, I have. It was really good. Oh, I'm jealous. Yeah, you should be. I really am. No, I can't. I can't. I can't even emphasize how good it was. I, I just have the t-shirt. Oh. Wow. I've got the memories. <laughs> and 8,000 photos. <sighs> All right. We're out. Bye. Hey, guys. So I'm uh, heading home now after our meetup with uh, other Star Wars podcasters and, and, and podcast listeners. And it was, again, the best of times. One of my favorite things is watching podcast listeners recognize each other off their Twitter handles and be so excited to meet each other. It's, it's, it's the best. But we uh, hung out for hours and had so many great convos and chats and I, I met some new friends and it was super good. And that's about it for today's show because I am now very tired. So uh, if you're enjoying the show, share it on Twitter. Um, if you watched the Hasbro interview on YouTube, make sure you give that a like and, and subscribe to the YouTube and all that good stuff. And um, just spread the word. If you're on iTunes, write a sweet five-star review and we'll be back with Sunday tomorrow. Thanks so much, you guys. And may that force be with you.
It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.